Spinjarama. Spinjarama. Hello. Oh, oh, sorry. Force of the habit. Uh, hello, everybody out there. And well, you probably are in Weirdsville if you're listening to uh, this this podcast, which is a special episode. It's a one of our rare breaking it out uh, every once in a while when we can pod side podcast. Everybody needs a, some a side podcast, and this is Spin Jamarama. Yeah, Woo! it's our music podcast where we talk music. We also talk to musicians and bands and all of that good stuff. And it just so happens that uh, uh, my 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 I was going to say paramour, but that's not the right word. My best friend, my oldest friend, uh, my my ride or die, uh, my regular co-host Barry Johnston. Uh, he is, uh, believe it or not, in a band. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, there are other people in the band, and we're going to talk to everybody in the band. And the reason we're talking to everybody in the band is because they're getting ready to release their debut album. What is it? It's the debut. Yeah, it's the debut, sadly. Uh, it's more embarrassing of a story, really, uh, that's taken this long. But, yes, essentially, this is the debut album. All right. Well, hey, I am your host for today, solo hosting uh, Adam Beebe. And with us uh, also are, uh, well, of course, as I mentioned before, Barry Johnston. And Barry, what do you play? Uh, I I am playing guitar and singing in this, uh, oh, and yes. and not that greatly. So be kind. Yes. <laughs> and also, uh, also, you're behind the 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 buttons, pushing buttons. Yeah, yeah, and, and yep. doing everything. the fader stuff. Yep, yep. And uh, also with us is Micah Turner. Micah, thank you for joining us. What uh, what's your what what's your instrument? Yeah, so I play bass and uh, marvel at the work that that Barry and Ryan do uh in the band yeah but that's it very 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 simple just a bass player that's that's it just a bass player shit now are you you a picker or a slapper a little bit of both i i i I don't really slap at a bass uh mostly just picking and finger yeah so yeah yeah. oh fingering is more of your game huh I've All right. Good game, Adam. All right, good deal. That's uh, that's important to have when you're in a band. Uh, <laughs> and of course, also with us, uh, last but not least, is Ryan Joyce, famous from Ryan Joyce and the Voice episode of the other podcast we do, which is a weird story. Ryan, thank you for joining us. And what do you do? Uh, I try to play drums as best right. as I possibly can. Fantastic! You're so, so full of it. You, Both of these guys are like, so full of it, man. They're such yeah, great yeah, players, yeah. man. Being so humble, I know. Yeah. I've heard the music. I know they're being so humble and, and self uh, deprecating. Um, yeah, good stuff. And the band's name is Lisbon. Lisbon. There you go. Thank you. I was hoping you'd all join in, but uh, as a unison. But apparently, uh, it's hard. We got to work on the the tracking <laughs> on that. But, uh, yes. Yes, the band's name is Lisbon, and uh, you guys, uh, it's the, the the album title? Sudden Moves. Mm, yes. Yep. Uh, great name for a album that took uh, about a decade to come out. That's true. Um, hey, by the way, <laughs> by the way, you have to give yourself credit, too. You have to give yourself photo credit. You took the picture of the album cover that we yeah, used yeah, for the record. So uh, thank you for your contribution, sir. Hey, no problem. Always happy to help and just and uh, always happy to help out as we are here on the podcast. Um, and of course, you know, everybody's friends. So we're, there'll be some busting of balls. And, uh, you know, <laughs> that's that's how it goes in the rock and roll world. Um, so you guys, your album is uh, it's 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 good. I enjoyed it. It's got uh, for our listeners. um I'm going to give you. I'm going to break it down a little bit, kind of old uh, Matt Penfield style. If you remember old 120 Minutes. Oh yeah, MTV. Uh, I it's got 
it's it's kind of it's rock power pop um so i would put it in uh if we were making a smoothie uh from from your band i would say uh you've got um it's a protein shake so uh the protein uh will be the big scoop of foo fighters and then um uh then you've got a uh, uh, so a dash of the pop sensibility uh, type of, uh, of Oasis, of Ooh. course, oh. as uh, you know, as you know, and also some of the some a little bit of uh, later guided by voices, uh, and um, just uh, a a splash of or uh, maybe two splashes. We'll say two splashes of some really nice shoegaze. Uh, elements, nice, nice. And so yeah, that's, I really enjoyed it. So that's there's great. A lot of very layered, very textural, um, and very sonic and very full. And uh, I think that uh, I think I think people are going to dig it. Well, thanks, man. No, that's it's always interesting to hear some someone's you know point of view after you know we were just talking before we came on here, and you get a perspective of certain songs or whatever based mm-hmm. on you know, the inside look at it. And it's, it's, that's always, that's, that's very kind of you to, to, to mention all those bands are great. All those bands are great. So we're, yeah, thank you very much, yeah. man. That's, that's awesome. So how did, I guess the uh, first question here, if we're going to go into some kind of interview format, which okay. uh, yeah. we're, we're really not familiar with on our other podcasts. We just, say okay you go and then we we talk over but uh so now i guess i am going to kind of do okay you go um okay you go and tell me uh how did you guys meet come together as a band as a unit uh that's a great question and so ryan and i have known each other for the longest and i think we started playing together in 06 maybe ryan is that is that right in and around that time frame, yeah, two two thousand six, two thousand seven time frame, probably. So, uh, yeah, we were playing in a band called City and Skyway, um, and we There's some stuff out there with that. With that yeah, band. and we we just we just clicked, man. We clicked. We you know I, f- I found my my musical soulmate as a drummer. Um, you know, we just we hit it off really well, and then sometime shortly after that, I, he was always talking about his friend Micah, always talking about Micah, and um, we got to the point to where we were we needed somebody to play bass, and so we were kind of starting off on a new thing. And Micah, I don't even remember how we met. Uh, you can fill this in. I don't remember yeah. first meeting you, but sure it was just like everything about it was just so easy. Perfect. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I started playing with Ryan in a in a metal band we were doing in Oklahoma in Lawton in like probably two thousand five two thousand six. Um, and of course, being in the army, you know, I was kind of here and there. Um, but like Ryan, I always had like a very strong like we just locked in really well. And of course, like bass and drums is the foundation mm-hmm. rhythm section. So like that was a relationship that was formed really quick. And like, I've always locked in really well with Ryan. And I, I don't think I met Barry until, uh, it was a city and skyway show. Okay. And it was in Enid. Um, and I think that's where I first met Barry. And then we had first started talking about, you know, this new project that, that Barry was really interested in starting up. And like, I was like, of course, yeah, I want to be a part of that. So, and then that, I think that's where that's where we kind of started doing demos and and Barry shooting us his acoustic demos of the stuff that would eventually turn into um, you know the Lisbon album you know so I mean it's it's been a very tool like approach with a very long uh, <laughs> deliberate process of like, yeah. like yeah. album but like the the time we took to like come together and grow together as musicians like i know like my my development as a bass player is largely due to you know my exposure to working with you know the talents of barry and ryan so i was always very grateful um for that experience and you know did the album take a a while to come out yeah but i think it's really a culmination of of a lot of really hard 
deliberate work between three people who are for the most part in within that time geographically dispersed mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. like i was in alaska at some point the boys were in, in oklahoma like but just like the bond that we formed together as musicians and then brothers um you can really feel it in the product that we mm-hmm. are finally able to release so really really special for me and i know for the boys so so yeah that, that's kind of how we all kind of came together between i think starting in 2005 to to present yeah yeah cool dude. well i of course i uh ribbed you a little bit about it uh being so long but i've also been on the inside track knowing that how you've been working on the album and how you've really it's it has been very deliberate and you can see and you can hear it uh and i know that you've uh the band has put together and assembled and disassembled and reassembled various songs and you know and, and done a lot of drafting to get to the point you know to where you've uh, fully assembled everything now and i think it's going to be you know it's i think that the final uh you know the album as a work of art unto itself is is it's very cohesive and it works together and it's you know it's it's a mature work uh, i'll say wow that's uh thank you yeah that's awesome i've got to take some blame here on 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 the time factor i just you know reading this record what five years ago Probably, I'm guessing. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. I don't think it was that. I mean, yeah, it, it I mean, was. It was. It was the, the first demos, and then we went to the studio in Oklahoma City. Well, maybe it was Oklahoma City or Norman when we started laying down the first track. Right. Uh, right. And that was. Like uh, a, yeah. What but, studio but was that? That was Bell Labs. Bell Labs. That's it. Yeah. Um, Trent Bell's place. Um, but yeah, so we started working on it then, and you know, man we just got, or at least me, it, it biting off a record to not just like a couple of songs, but we're going to it's like, okay, we're going to put out a record and it's like, dude, it's, it's a lot to, to, to bite off. And then you got live stuff going on mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. And I know at one time it's kind of crazy. Cause I think Micah and I had a conversation where it was like, fuck it, dude. Like I'm kind of done, you know, like, I'm ready to just not do this, you know? And then a couple of months later, it was like, hey, I got an idea here. And it kind of just re-sparked the thing. And Mm -hmm. kind of, man, it it really, I appreciate these guys so much for hanging in there. Because without their cheerleading and, like, being behind me, you know, being... I'm very self-critical. So a lot of it comes from that. And a lot of it comes from, you know, God dang, there's so much to do and I'm overwhelmed, but they hung in there and I appreciate them, man, because uh, honestly, the whole reason why this is actually happening is because their abilities to play around what I'm doing is very simple. I'm doing, you know, it's incredibly simplified stuff, but they add so much to it. And I'll come in with an idea and we'll get together and we'll play it. And it's just become something. It becomes a, a much greater thing than what it set out to be, you know, and, and this is a power trio. So like this is mm-hmm. the first time I've ever played in a, in a, in a trio and us three together sound great honestly i mean these guys are so good at what they do man it's just it's a pleasure to be able to play these guys man for us it's the same for you know to be with barry i mean the guy he's just he's multi-talented he's gifted and and i'm not saying that just to you know i'm not trying to blow smoke or anything it's it's i've learned so much from both these guys it's it's just unbelievable we've been in the trenches man we've we've put a lot of time in man you know, we have, <laughs> yeah, we have in lots of, in lots of we different, have, I mean, we've our nights of just nothing but caffeine yeah. and, you know, <laughs> uh, yep. figuring stuff yeah. out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah. and that's the thing too. I think we got to brush on this a little bit because like, it, like we, we played in a bunch of projects together. Uh, we played a band called the arts and crafts movement um, together and it was us three and uh, James Alex, 
uh, from Weston fronting the band. Um, mm. We have done all kinds of stuff together. Uh, Micah came to play with City and Skyway. We did a, a, a fundraiser for somebody. Uh, and it's just, so the, uh, what I'm trying to say is us three together are like, we're, we're just musical brothers, man. And, and it's not difficult to get in a room at, at the end of the day. It's like, I think that what we got is the record that I know that I wanted. Um, and I hope these guys feel the same way and, Absolutely. you know, and I wanted, I wanted that for you, uh, as well, Barry. Like I, you know, that's, that was one of, I think one of mine and Micah's goals was to get you, um, something that you were proud of as well. So I, I really have a lot of respect for both of these, these guys and, um, just the music that we put together. Um, like Michael was saying, I think it, it comes across in the record itself. It's, so it's just about being creative too, you know, and yeah. just always, always willing to do that. Be creative and be creative with friends, you know, right. Finding the right group of people that you can work with, that you can come up with something uh, together, that all your pieces fuse together, uh, and where and you can be extremely happy with each other. You can be uh, pissed off at each other. Uh, you know, whatever. It runs the gambit. You know, being in a band, uh, I always, whenever back in the day, whenever I was in a little band, I always said it was like having. Uh, three girlfriends at the same time and trying yep. to keep everybody happy. Yeah. And, you know, and, and that's what it's like. It is a relationship and it's the, 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 the organism that is the band. Uh, that's what creates, you know, you coming together, the parts are more than, uh, you know, the, the parts come together to make a more, a bigger whole, um, so I yeah that's I yep. understand that and that's really is something where you can find somebody that you can creatively yeah like it's match up with and yeah be it's happy. definitely the synergy of everything yeah, it's yeah. important you know I'm just so thankful that we are able to just you know whether or not anybody wants to listen to it who knows but but right. you know the thing is is that. That's not why we do it. We do it because we enjoy doing this. You know what I mean? And 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 um, and writing songs and and like we're gonna get together this summer just to hang out and just to play. Our first round, of, we started like demoing this stuff. And I'm talking about this actual record. We started demoing this stuff before we went into the studio. And some of the demos are so good. Like I, I we were, I, I pushed to go ahead and finish like in a in a big studio and. But we could have put it out that way. We could have put out the demos, and it would have been fine. I mean, and those were all done live, you know. So and that was so much fun, man. That was such a blast doing that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I listened back some, to some of that stuff, and it's it's just, you know, like you said, it's kind of magical. It's, yeah, it's, uh, you could feel it. You know, it's yeah. it's like you know, a couple of mics in the room and just go, and it's you know. So that's what we. You know, it's just easy. Yeah, it's very, it's very easy. easy. It's easy. Yeah, and, and so like, so the we so the album that's being released, right? The, the collection of songs that we've worked on for for a while. There is still a whole other catalog of songs mm -hmm. that Barry yep. first demoed before we even got to the collection we have now. So I mean, like, just the amount of work that we could still work on is is so huge man that that um i think we're looking forward to working on refining some of those things in the summer yeah, yeah. Um, when we get together um this year so like the album is one thing but then there's still a whole other thing that we've been working on for yeah it's over a decade yeah, or yeah, yeah. it old it's still we have uh on the you know the on the uh, available for us to work on it's the B list stuff that we we still have yet to refine it. Yeah, is still also a huge collection of stuff we have yet to still work on. Yeah, right. Yeah, from from the, uh, the what I've heard, the things, and I know, uh, you know, having again being on the inside uh, here, fortunately, you have at least three albums. There's a more. lot. There's a lot, man. More three albums, more. You know, so yeah, it's a lot of work, but that's it's good because again. The process of, uh, you know, putting it together and re redefining it, refining it, and making it, you know, really come to be the final 
uh, product or you know final work of art final piece it, again it shows you know this the culmination of all of this yeah. effort that the three of you had and uh you know at one point like i thought there was four of you guys because musically it sounds like there's four well, i mean there, there's yeah. so much Yes, power in it. There's so much in it. There, you know, there, there, there has more. there has been a floating fourth member, uh, <laughs> and we we need we need to shout out Rudy, uh, Rudy. So up, Rudy, yeah, hey Rudy, Rudy, thank yes. you. Yes, uh, yes, this is Rudy. Uh, this is a message for you, Rudy. Uh, that's a that's a music nerd joke. I hope somebody gets. <laughs> so I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack a little bit. So Rudy helped helped us finish one of the last songs that we recorded and he's a great musician he resides in austin um he's in a band crocodile tears crocodile They're tears awesome awesome super talented guy love him to death man and he helped us write the last song and i just again he he was just great to work with um the first round of stuff that we started working on, we I actually we were working on a record that just I, I was caught in demoitis where it's almost mm-hmm. like the complete opposite of what just happened with this record, where like I just never thought that we we matched up to what the demos were, but I also think that's because we hadn't really found our voice as a band, and I was trying to like I was trying to like transpose myself onto a couple of guys. Mm-hmm. Rather than let's just feel how this goes and let them play to their strengths. Do you know what I'm saying? So as we got further along the process and we started sort of working on some of the newer songs, that's when I feel like we co- we sort of started to come into our own. So um, so that that's a, another sort of element to to this, which has been very nice from a playing standpoint but i think that we nailed it man as far as what we were going for so all right so now we've we've talked to you as musicians uh, so now let's talk to you as music fans um so i'm gonna ask you each you know the uh, i'm gonna give you a couple of questions that you that you you, you respond um so the um what okay and whoever wants to uh, jump in and be the first to answer, uh, feel free. Um, what is your uh, uh, Desert Island disc? You know, oh, one no. album. Me first. You- Go for it. Yeah. Nobody steal mine. Okay, so I, th- I think we were talking about this before we jumped on for the podcast. Like, I will always be a diehard Queens of the Stone Age fan. I think Songs for the Deaf is probably one of the greatest rock albums like as far as modern rock that's ever been written. I will always be a huge Josh Homme fan. Um, so definitely mine would be Queens of the Stone Age, Songs for the Deaf. Um, I just had to jump in there because I, I know these boys also like Queens of the Stone Age, so I didn't want to get caught short. So sorry, Barry. Sorry, Ryan. Great. <laughs> Great, man. Good. Joyce, go for it, man. That's all you, Barry. Go for it. <laughs> There's so many, man. <laughs> uh, just because I'm, I could probably listen to this record anytime. Uh, I'll, I'll say Super Drag, Head Trip, and Any Key. Nice. Yeah. Head Trip and Every Key, sorry. Um, yeah, Barry. Oh, that's a good one. That's a great one, man. Yeah. It's just oh, so good. God. It's so good. And, and that, that record came out at, at a time when, like, uh, yeah, they had a they were kind of a one hit wonder at that time, second mm-hmm. offering. And instead of like kind of like giving the people what they wanted, they went the opposite direction and did what they wanted to do and and it's just great. Love the production, love the songs. Really any super drag record, but I'm just gonna pick that one. Barry just sucked out the feeling. Yep. <laughs> well, Barry and I have talked about this before. That might surprise you, but uh, mine is actually uh, uh, is uh, regretfully yours. My yeah. super drag. That's my that's that's great desert island disc. It's something that I can listen to at any time, no matter what mood I'm in or anything like that. Maybe not. It might not be my favorite album, but it's the one I can listen it's to. Great. And and not get get tired of it. Yep. 
So, all right, we we've tried to stall a little bit. Come on, now, Joyce. Ryan. What, what's it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there are a lot of great. What kind of frog stuff, stuff are you gonna throw at it? It's gotta be a Rush Rush record. Well, I love Rush, man. I love every Rush record that's out there. I mean, I'm I'm a big Rush fan. I'm a big Fleetwood Mac fan. I'm a big, you know, those kind of bands. I I grew up, you know, listening to that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So, but at the same time. Um, I mean, Barry, you turned me on to the super drag stuff. That was that was amazing. But I'm a I'm a I'm a big Foo Fighters fan. So mm. I think you know, Echo Silence, Patient and Grace is a great record. I think um, I I don't know. I like I like a lot of the Foo Fighters stuff. So I think I can I can play it. You know, I can just go through and listen and listen to a gamut of uh, Foo Fighters records and be perfectly fine with that. You guys are making it difficult. Yeah, that's that's the thing. That's what that's why I asked the hard hitting questions. This is softball. <laughs> this is softball. Things are coming up that are gonna throw you for a curve, so Yeah. Maybe the color and the shape. Color and shape, yeah. Yeah. The first one's always my favorite. I think it's just because it hit me in the soft spot at mm-hmm. a time. At a t- I just love that right. I love how raw it is. I love the mm-hmm. there's just some great songs on there, man. Yep. Yeah. All right, now since you've all him and hawed all over that. Uh, next question is this. Avengers Assemble. I want you to put together in your mind your ideal supergroup. Uh, and so you can have uh, you ah. know, you got guitar, bass, drums, and uh, oh and, and vocals. Now you can come by, you can do a vocal sing- that also plays guitar or not, but this is uh, yeah. So, so can we play in these bands? <laughs> you can play in these bands. You can play in these bands. You can, about, be, you can be the three of you. Barry, and, how about Barry Johnston and Micah Turner? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So that's it. That's your group. Fair enough. All right. That's incredibly difficult, man. Yeah. Uh. You know, I I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna I, I, at least for the singer. I don't know if you remember the band Shudder to Think from Washington, D.C. They were a Discord band. Mm-hmm. Craig Weedron, the singer of that band, is just so, like, perfectly good. Um, his, his range is ridiculous. Like, it always reminded me kind of a Freddie Mercury type, but indie mm-hmm. in the indie world. I got to go with him on, on Vokes, man. Okay. Uh, this could take a a while. <laughs> I, I say, just roll with. I, it. I just I say maybe we go John Bottom on drums just because you got to. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, all right. So now you know the field at least you're in. You got the yeah you know, the crazy power drums. Yep. Um, oh man, vo- dude. You got a dynamic range on vocals. I on, know. You know. Uh, I got. I'm I'm going John Entwistle on bass, man, from the Who. Mm. Uh. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm going to go, I'll go Eddie Van Halen on guitar. Wow. That is, <laughs> that's a weird group. That's, that's a weird group, but it's, but uh, it's a super group. So that's yeah. going to have an interesting, yeah, yeah. That's going to have an interesting effect. <laughs> All right, Micah, uh, your thoughts. Oh man. Um, for bass. I'm always going to think like a huge influence of mine when I was, you know, learning the instrument is going to be um, Jaco Pastorius, mm. which is oh, more yeah. obscure, like yeah. jazz basses. Shred rock, City. Shred uh, City, dude. I mean, as far as vocals go, I'm a huge Lane Staley fan. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Um, from Alice in Chains, because I'm always about the grunge. I didn't know you were into Alice in Chains. Which rec- record's your favorite one, man? Uh, Dirt was really good. Oh, my God. So I, I saw them on that tour, man. Oh, really? Yes. Dude, okay, so uh, I'm, I'm going to finish the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And, um, we'll come I'll back. get through this. Um, I, I can't remember the full name of the drummer uh, from the Deftones. I know his, his first name is Abe. Yeah. Um, Really incredible drummer. I'm just trying to remember, Abe, like all Abe the high Cun- school. Cun- Cunningham. Cunningham, yep. Huge Deftones fan. I've got like tattoos of the Deftones on Great my stuff. You know, yeah. like huge fan of those guys. 
What's left? Guitar player? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I see, like, I, I started playing guitar when I got into to, you know, music. Um, but then I, I found out, like, six strings was difficult. So, like, why do six when I can just do four? <laughs> that just kind of made sense to me. But if I'm thinking, like, guitar player, like, Noel Gallagher. Yeah, yeah. It's... Yeah. freaking incredible man like even outside oasis with like noel gallagher and the high flying birds which yeah. shout out to barry turned me on great shit shot. great oh shit. my god dude yeah. um so i did it right i did drummer bass yeah you're was, good unless you want a second guitar player yeah you, you have that option did i do it um and i'll always go back to like as far as vocals go I will always be a diehard Josh Homme fan with the range of his vocals, yeah. like the way that his style has changed between even like, um, you know, songs for the deaf. Um, and then to where we're at, you know, now with this new album that's about to come out and even what he did on villains, uh, just his vocal range is, is always very, very incredible. He's always a very impressive musician. So like I'll always, appreciate what he does vocally outside of what he does like with guitars or with his arrangements with the music that's always so sonically impressive um i'll always appreciate his voice so i think i think that is it for me cool. yeah I think nice. cool. all right nice mine is kind of an eclectic uh bunch okay okay so, so you don't want to play with mike and i fucking well, I the do. fuck, Joyce? <laughs> I'm in my dream band. I'm in my dream band. Right all right, now. all right. Well, yeah, okay. So let's hear your super band. So, I mean, you know, this is, I mean, there's there's probably more to be added to this, but lead singer, Chris Cornell, mm. um, Cliff yeah. Burton on bass, Phil wow. Collins on drums. Uh, it's eclectic, like I said, but. That's I an think interesting, interesting band. It would be very interesting. And, and I was thinking like a two part guitar, you know. Uh, situation with like um, with like Joe Walsh. Oh, yeah. And and um, God, hang on a second. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of uh, Jeff Beck. That's oh. very it's Yo. very out there. It would be yeah. a very out there situation, but it'd be interesting to see what what came out of that. Yeah, you know oh, I mean? yeah, indeed. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I mean, that's pretty. That's definitely all over the map, but. It'd great. No, it's great. All right. So now, Ryan, pick a number between. Well, yeah, we'll just do this. Okay. Pick a number between one and nine. Seven. All right. Seven. You have asked for question number seven. And I think, you know, I had this, had you in mind, really, uh, when I came up with this question. Um, so, <clears throat> question seven. Uh, I used to have crabs, uh, but they would eat the fish and uh, they would escape the aquarium uh, so all the time. So what uh, what is the most exotic pet you've ever had? I had a cat that was three quarters lynx and a quarter tabby. Oh, shit. Wow. And he was he was awesome. We called it. His name was Radster. And he, w- he had tufts on his ears. He looked like a roadster when he was walking. Like his front his front legs were smaller than his hind. <laughs> and he was he was just an amazing cat. He was like a dog. And he was he was my best friend. You know what I mean? He was just he was awesome. You could you could literally didn't have to feed him. He took care of himself. It was just it was just insane. He would call birds and eat them like <laughs> He was just an amazing cat to watch. You know what I mean? Dogs <laughs> didn't come near this cat. I mean, he would shred other house cats. <laughs> that, that you know what I mean? I'm sure that, he would. That, that, that tried him. It was just you know, you come home and the neighbors like screaming and and yelling at, at you to get your cat away from his cat because he's just getting shredded. So it was it was it was an interesting. Uh, <laughs> That's great. That was exotic cat that I, or the most exotic animal that i've i've had so very nice very nice all right all right uh micah you pick a number between one and nine except for seven three three all right 
what is your 32nd favorite song? So is this is this a song? <laughs> <laughs> it's 30. I think it's jingle. The 32nd, 32nd, 3-2 favorite song. I think this the Suicide Machines had a song that was 30 seconds. It was called Jaw. Oh, dude, deep cut. Deep yeah, cut. Yeah. That's good. That was a good question, but I was ready for it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, whenever I was in high school, I was a huge punk rock ska guy. Um, in the Suicide Machines, another three-piece punk band had a 30-second song called Ja, and it was about 30 to 40 seconds. I nailed it. Nice. You were going to get me, Adam, but you did Detroit <laughs> band, right? I, Detroit, right? Suicide Machines. I think they're from Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Detroit. Awesome. The biggest thing I loved about them was that they – their bass player used uh, Ampeg B15 classic vintage Ampeg amps to record, and that's why I was like super into them. Nice. Besides the great music, right? But yes, nice. I got you. You thought you'd catch me uh, sleeping there, guy, but I got you. <laughs> all, right, all right, I'm glad you're on your toes. All right, Barry. Uh, one through nine, not three or seven. Correct. I'll go six. All right, number six. Um, which is the better dance? Uh, do the Bartman or do the Urkel? Wow. Um, I'm going to go with Urkel. Do the Urkel. Um, no particular reason. I just okay. like the name Urkel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I like the dance. There you go. All right. <laughs> Now, what would, I would say Pee, the Pee Wee Herman. I'd like to. Uh, yeah, well, obviously. Remember the Pee Wee? The Pee Wee was you know, great. For, te- for the tequila dance, of course. That's right. But, that's uh, right. you know. Two up that's front, a, two up back. That's a given. That's front, a given. Two up back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Nice. All right. Ryan, uh, you pick. What was that? That was six. Okay. Pick again. Four. Four. All right, let me get to four. Uh, best TV theme song. Who can it be? Oh. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, it's just me. That's right. Greatest American hero. And you're correct. That is the best, dude. That is really, that is awesome. Yeah, oh. that's a good one. Beautiful. That is a good it one. came to mind, which is kind of. No, that's great, man. I was stuck. Right. I was stuck on the Brady Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many places you can go. I know. I know. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, Micah. One through one nine, three. but not three, seven, six, or four. Yeah. <laughs> good memory. <laughs> I've written them down. It's not memory. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to throw it out there: the song "Jaw" off the album. Battle hymns was only five seconds, so I feel like I cheated. But that's okay. No, no. See, I think you misunder you misunderstood the question. Uh, Miss Hurt. So I said that you're thirty second, not thirty seconds. Thirty second, three two favorite song. So, Ooh. so there you go. You can change your answer. If you oh, can. oh. I, I'd say, See, uh, I read it like like uh, Micah did. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Second song. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, no. Okay, so my 32nd, 3-2 mm-hmm. favorite song, uh, Deftones, Sex Tape. Let's get nasty. Excellent, <laughs> excellent, excellent. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, baby. See, you, know, you know, you had it right there. You loaded yeah. it anyway, so you're good to go. That's great. Deftones. Um, is 8 still available? I'm, like, terrified to hear the question, but let's go. All right, yeah. number 8. <clears throat> Uh, pizza fold crust first or with cutlery so I'm a man I don't eat pizza with cutlery <laughs> add a right. baby correct answer already <laughs> dude yep, yep. So yep. Mix that off. I think uh, 
So I think we did a show with the arts and crafts movement at the Trash Bar. That's yeah, right. So we did yeah, New that's York right. City, New York. Yep. In New York, the Trash Bar. Yep. Yep. Oklahoma. I got mixed up with the Hilo. Um, and we went to a pizza joint, right? That's because right. I really wanted to get New York pizza. So and good. I got a big old slice and I folded that shit and I ate it, right? <laughs> and then on the way home, Joyce stopped at two Wawa's and got a shitty Philly cheesesteak and shit his brains out. Oh, that's, <laughs> that, that's just the beginning, dude. We, I was eating cheesecake. So I did have a good one. It was at Lehigh, I think, right? Barry's out yeah. where we... Oh, yeah. That's where, first place yeah, yeah, stopped. yeah. And you couldn't yeah, so stop. Twice. Nope. You couldn't stop. Nope. nope. There, yeah, I couldn't stop, man. After that, after that Philly, after that Philly, man, I was eating them all the way back to Indiana. Yeah, yeah. We got to a, we got to a gas station. Yeah. And... I walk up to this gas station. Barry's like, uh, let me guess, Joyce, you're going to be uh, getting a Philly cheesesteak. And I, I'm like, you know, it's not a bad idea. So I was talking to the guy behind the the. Uh, this is the a sub- subway in the middle yeah. of nowhere, dude. Dude, this guy like stops. <laughs> I said, I, I go, I go, yeah, man, can I get one of these sandwiches? And he kind of stops and looks at me. And he slowly turns his head up to the behind him where the picture's at. And he goes, yeah, I think I can make one of those. Yeah. And he turns back and he starts like dipping his hands in these like tubs of water and it's just all mixed. It was so nasty. Dude, when, when I got that sandwich and I took it in the, in the, into the truck, man, and I opened it up. It stinks so bad, dude. It smelled like a wet dog. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm McDonald's bound, brother. Great. We are McDonald's bound. Great. Like that's the end of that. Awesome. <laughs> I think one of the greatest Barry quotes from the East Coast uh, line of shows we did was, "You can set your watch to, <laughs> to Ryan Joyce's bowel movements." Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. They used to actually, they used to actually time me in the City and Skyway. They would time me. ten minutes. Yeah. Ten minutes. Ten minutes past the last bite, dude. Fucking yep, yep. Good as gold. Yeah, still, still that way. Well, good. You're regular. Yeah, consistent. Yeah. Very good. good. Very consistent. That's, that's good. <laughs> Hopefully, you have plenty of fiber, um, or you know, to uh, well, all that. Think it's, sorry, Adam. To tell you the truth, it just happens. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Can't let that peristalsis set in, Joyce. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta have that, that good peristalsis. <laughs> oh shit! All right. <laughs> Who are you on now? Did I ask Mike his second one? What was it? Did I get to that? Yeah. Okay. Right? So or did you? No. you? no. No, no, no. One hundred percent did. I nailed it. Oh, you did. Okay, okay. What was it? I don't know. Okay, Barry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Five. Five. <laughs> oh, it was the pizza one. Yeah. Pizza one. Yeah, 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 he nailed it. He nailed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold yeah, yeah, yeah. that shit needed. Yeah. 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 All right. We all fold we we all folded ours that night. Hey. Okay. Uh maybe you folded it. <laughs> <laughs> what is Canada's greatest contribution to world music? Or to the world via music. I oh wow. Huh. I mean, I'm going Rush. Yeah, I mean, I like said that man. That was, <laughs> you know what I mean. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm certainly not going bare naked ladies. I had a million dollars, dude. Oh my god, what a terrible band. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'll go with Rush, man. I'm happy. Okay. The uh, your answer is is incorrect. The correct answer is uh, the uh, the single "Informer" by Snow from the album Twelve Inches of Snow." Oh, what? damn, dude! I fucked that one, didn't I? That's all right. That's all right. Not everybody <laughs> understands these things. Wasn't Snow the Jamaican rapper guy? No, he was Canadian, dude. <laughs> right, but I mean, he rapped in Jamaican, right? Is it the same it just, guy? I, it kind of, yeah. It just, I mean, you just. He like had a, he had a little like a 
thing going on there. Yeah, he I, he probably had some kind of like patois, kind of, <laughs> uh, but I don't know exactly. He wasn't Canadian. I mean, he wasn't Jamaican. He was definitely Canadian. Right, white guy, so, right? Oh yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why they called him Snow because he was a white rapper yeah. from Canada. Yeah. And uh, one of the greatest names for a, an album, uh, especially back when it was on vinyl, twelve Amazing. inches of snow. Amazing. I mean, total, Perfect. You know, double entendre, a classic Canadian double entendre. All right. <laughs> Let's see. So that leaves us question. Now we have questions. Uh, we have questions one. We have question two, and we have. Question eight. Yes. Uh, didn't somebody right. take eight? I thought somebody took eight. Did I do eight? Is I have three, oh, seven. Oh, you did eight, nine, nine, nine. I wrote down the wrong Okay, thing. all right, all right. One, two, nine. Okay. Yes. Got it. All right. Joyce, one, two, nine. Uh, I'll, go for, I'll go for one, I guess. All right. Uh, what is the weirdest instrument you know how to play? Weirdest instrument I know how to that I actually know how to play. Um, oh god! I mean, drums? I don't know instruments. <laughs> I mean, drums. Yeah, drums is a pretty weird instrument. Um, yeah, uh, piano. I, I know how to play a piano a little bit. I know a little bit of guitar, but I'm not uh, great at either of those. I'm more of an ear player. But uh, and kazoo. Kazoo's a, a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can't play spoons yet. You'll get there. Yeah. Yep. Someday there. you too will be a spoon man. <laughs> okay. Hey, rain stick. I'm a Ooh, stud. That was a sound garden reference. Hey, man. I'm a stud on a rain stick. Rain stick. Okay, cool. Nice, cool. Nice, that, nice. That's good. <laughs> rain stick. There we go. Now you're now we're talking. All right. Two or nine. Let me get a uh, number two. Number two. Here we go. All right. Uh, on the season six, episode three uh, of Full House, uh, Jesse's band has a hit has a hit single in Japan that was a flop in the United States. Uh, how would you deal with this situation? Oh my god! Honestly, if it was a flop in Japan. I would kind of shudder the, the doors on that one, man. Like, I would put that one to bed. No, no, no. It's a hit in Japan. <laughs> a hit in Japan. It's a flop. You go where the money's at. No. Dude, fucking own it. Go to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, fucking own it, dude. Go Absolutely. That's the right <laughs> answer, yeah. <laughs> you know how many people are on that island? A lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot. A lot, There's and they lot. love, there. they love American music. Oh, they well, you got, you got to go Hasselhoff on that one, man. I mean, goddamn Weezer, a song, a whole album, Pinkerton. <laughs> yeah, right, one of the main songs was about Japan, dude. Like, dude, Rivers figured that shit yeah, out, yeah. man. You Own know, it. Weston, the Weston guys put the one record out only in Japan, and. It never came out in the U.S. and I was over there and I actually yep. found that fucker in the record store. I was like, "Oh my god, it lives!" I, I think we talked about Japan. Japan uh, is a large market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you corrected me, man. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Hey, if it sells good in Japan, fuck it, man. Own it. Go for it, dude. Yeah, you, yeah. Go to, you, go to, you know. Yep. I think I'm. I think I'm turning Japanese. Hey, dude. Love it. I really think so. <laughs> Love I'm all it. About it, dude. Um, well, yeah, Barry, what was the Western record that was put out in Japan that didn't make it to the States? It was, it was right before Mast Albert Sounds, and it was, um, oh my gosh, what was the name of it, man? It was, uh, Return to Mono, hmm. and it was a record that we did, and it was like, some of the songs made it onto Mast Albert Sounds, but like for the most part, it's its own thing. And yeah, it was it was they were signed to a label called Rubber Records. And it just they they got caught up in the whole like, oh, it's gonna be great, and then they folded. So Did they like uh did they re record songs 
for yeah for uh, masked out or sounds okay because yep. like i think that you okay so i think you gave me a tape okay of those probably because there was a really superior version of liz fair on that that makes sense compared i think compared to the yeah uh, yep that's how yeah man i'm a big supporter of liz fair oh, yep. yeah liz fair is awesome absolutely man. i love it yeah yes absolutely Okay, right. my turn. Uh, yep. Two or nine, I mean. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Uh, what is your silliest fear? Silliest fear? Oh, Fresh my. fries. That's for, <laughs> that's for sure, dude. Don't fucking steal my fries, dude. Hey, please, 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 please talk about every Johnson issue with fucking french fries. Yeah. It's the funniest thing. true, man. My fear is... Yeah, my fear is that I won't have enough French fries, and it, and it all comes from it being in high school. And one of my best friends, Jake Fallencamp, shout out Jake, used to steal my fucking French fries every day, dude. And he knew it just kind of it just got to me, and I think that's why I have such a deep seated. I mean, even my kids, man, think it's hilarious. So, well, you know, can I tell the story, Barry? Can I? Can I? Can I do that? Yeah. Okay. So we're we're tell this Ryan. We were doing like sixteen hour uh, studio, you know, recordings and stuff for like five days or some crazy thing. We went to McDonald's and uh, <laughs> I think we we're talking in a different language by that time. Anyways, we pulled up and ordered. And we got we got our French fries and our Big Macs, whatever the hell it was. And um, I just started eating my fries out of the bag. And as we were driving, and I wasn't even <laughs> didn't even think about it, and he just he instantly turns around and says exactly that. He just he was like, "Fucking thief, dude! What are you doing, man? <laughs> fucking stealing my fucking <laughs> shit, dude!" Like, like, what are you? What? I'm like, okay, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm touching the French fries, and I'm like touching the French fries. And yeah, he, he really freaked out. Yeah, yeah. He like oh, yeah. literally freaked out. I'm oh like, yeah. Are you, now? are you are you being serious? And he's like, dude, don't yeah. touch. Deadly. <laughs> <laughs> like this was just start busting up laughing and and it was just it was just great it was great so ever since then i tell everybody that roundberry that yeah, is before we, to touch his french fries yeah before we did the uh the uh the shows with uh arts and crafts ryan told me hey man He's real sensitive about his French fries. Like, like <laughs> you have to take your French fries out of the bag. Don't reach into the bag with a collective of French fries. Oh, that's so funny. Have a serious problem with that. Man. Well, I don't want to cross the lines, man. Like, <laughs> respect, respect. I will respect Barry's. Oh, you know, shit. You know, the amount of protection he puts on oh, his. That's so great. His carbohydrates, man. Barry's oh, very. So true. So true, man. So, uh, Chris. Hey, shout out to Chris. If you ever listen to this, uh, Chris. Uh, I told him, I was like, dude, I told him about the situation. And he goes, and he, he calls me back and he's like, dude, that was no joke. I go. I, I, I told you, man. That's so funny. He's man. like, he really did not like me touch, touching his French fries. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, what a, the the way this like the questioning all boiled down? What a perfectly suited question. <laughs> exactly. It's like you planned this. Yeah, yeah. you did. Yeah. Well done, sir. Well, done. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, the the whole picking numbers thing was just completely, you know, it didn't matter. You knew I was going to get to nine. I, God I, damn it! Well, I, I, no, no, I didn't even have it like that. Dude. I, I, I just, I, I'm like, all right, I, this is the one I want to ask Joyce. Obviously, I want to tell Joyce I had crabs in an aquarium, <laughs> but uh, you know, I mean. Because make you lead you to think, or, you know, if I'm gonna ask you about uh, crabs or anything like that, of course not. I never had crabs like that. But um, and you're the drummer, so it's obvious we don't have to ask that question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! No, I had I had a certain one set aside for for each of you specifically. So nine was That's perfect. That's great. I'm glad that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, that was great. All right, guys. Well, hey. Thank uh, you, bro. When, 
Hey, no problem, man. Enjoyed it. When does the album drop? Do we have a date yet? June 2nd. All right. Which That's- should be a day, the day before, or maybe the day or the week. I don't know when this is coming out, but it'll be yeah. before cool. it. So, yeah. And are you going to have it? Where's Where can people listen to it? Everywhere. Everywhere. Awesome. Every, everywhere you can get music, basically. It'll be there. So, cool. yeah, it will be, um, we put a couple of, like, you know, videos together. Nothing too crazy, but just lyric videos. Um, you know, and it, this has been a, a labor of love and, you know, a time for us to celebrate a little bit. We appreciate, you know, obviously you putting time in to... Yeah, thanks, to do Adam. this, man. Seriously, it was yeah. It's a it's an honor and a pleasure. Thank you, man. Hey, no problem. I enjoyed it and was glad to uh, spend this quality time with the band. Love you, man. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, everyone listening, I hope we ma- you made it through the whole way uh, with us. You know, it's very much. This has very much been like a uh, a bit of a drive on a on a tour bus. Uh, yeah. or, you know, over a, a van with way too much equipment in it. Uh, <laughs> this is what it's like. This is part of what it's like being on the road. We hope you enjoyed the experience. We hope you uh, go check out Lisbon's new album, Sudden Moves by Lisbon, available everywhere you can listen to music. And uh, go and, you know, tell all your friends, uh, tell all your family, tell, tell your enemies, tell everybody out there. Just go Somebody's got to like it. Yeah, somebody. Yeah. Come You'll by, like- say, hi, say how badly you hate it, say how badly you, you know, dislike it or like it. That'd be great. We would love that feedback. Yeah. Awesome. And you guys have any kind of social media presence? Yeah. So we're on Facebook, uh, Lisbon Band, uh, Instagram, Lisbon underscore band. Um we got a YouTube page, but that's just not really much of anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, you can ca- you can catch our stuff there, and um, yeah, that's it, man. We appreciate it. Please check it out if you're, uh, you know, if you're inclined to do so. Great, and uh, thanks for hanging out with us. All right, I've been Adam Beebe talking to Barry Johnston, Micah Turner, and Ryan, the Voice Joyce. Here on Spin Jamorama, thank you all for listening, and we will see you on the flip side. I guess we, that, that sounds music-y, right? Yeah. Sounds perfect.
Just leaving